Dude, mm-hmm. just, if we're just going off the video, why don't we just sing I'm a robot? <laughs> that could tie in. All right, I got it. <laughs> hey, everybody. Here's a story for the kids that are listening to all my skate videos, season 79, episode 14. I'm so glad you're here. My name for the past few years, and then some has been Carl, and I'm lucky enough to be joined with Brian, fan favorite of the pod. Brian in Chicago, how are things? Things are doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. It's raining and it's thundering, which we haven't had for a bit, but you know what they say about uh, April showers. Yep. They sure do shower. They do. They do indeed. If you're listening to this for the first time, we're all my skate videos. We just started a Patreon. If you feel as if you had a good time kicking it with us today, you can listen to other episodes that are extended. Some other content gets posted on there. We just posted our first, uh, Brian, I think we're calling it the Daywan Songs. I would love to call it that. Okay. So we've been posting uh, a little bit of content on Patreon. And if you wanted to listen to full episodes and see some other content, you could hit us up and kick us a few bucks at patreon.com slash all my skate videos. You would be supporting the pod, supporting our nonsense, and also hopefully getting a good time out of it and learning a little bit more about these things we call skate videos. We are also lucky enough to be brought to you by The Secret Tape, thesecrettape.com. I'm curious how much Blind What If is on there, but given that some of the copies have video days on it, I imagine it's probably 40 bucks or so. Maybe I'll check on that and maybe I'll cop a hoodie and a t-shirt too. And that's at thesecrettape.com. We're also lucky enough to be sponsored by Plants on Fire. It's a wonderful snack. Put these balls in your mouth and use the code AllMySkateVideos15 for free shipping and 15% off. And you can find them at plantsonfire.co. Thank you so much to our sponsors as we move into the 102nd season uh brian why are we here today what are we going to talk about we are going to talk about what is by far the most famous blind video in the company's history what if yeah very very excited about this uh (laughs) to be completely fair this is actually the first blind video i ever saw which yeah brian tell us a little bit about that uh third voice that's now on the zoom with us. oh man i'm fried so uh we're (laughs) i fried <laughs> We're joined on today's pod by uh, Thomas Hover. What up? Welcome, Thomas. Yeah, no, it's super cool to be here. Very excited. Thanks for being here. Yeah, no problem, man. Shoot, I can't even remember when I first met you, but it's been well over a decade. Yeah, um, absolutely. Want to say around the uh, the, the Funhouse uh, era? That's yeah, that's pretty sick. Yeah, they're. Uh... That would be around 2008. I think it was going back and forth from uh, having parents that lived in different towns. So I didn't live technically in the same area as you, but that's where my mm-hmm. dad lived. So I visited out there. So I think because of Oaklawn, I think that's where we originally met. Yeah, yeah. Oaklawn Park would have definitely been the, the regular spot at that point. Um, over time, I'd... I'd see you occasionally uh pretty much just at the parks um i think i i was actually 
closer friends with your brother at the time, but uh, was always, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe uh, outside of the park for sure. I could see that. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, but was always hyper aware of any time something was happening. Uh, you were in front of and behind the camera a bunch. Um, when did that transition start or were you always uh, filming stuff and being oh, filmed? Oh man. Uh, well, be, even before skateboarding, uh, like you just mentioned my brother, Daniel, he, he got a camera when we were like in like, like 12 years old or something like that. And basically we just tried filming anything comparable to like CKY or videos like <laughs> that. Uh, we, we like had skateboards, but we didn't really like film skateboarding. Uh, and that, so I feel like we always just kind of had a camera with us, but never really did anything with it. And then, uh, so I don't always had a camera would get second angles, but it was mostly just like dad cam shit, just like kind of having fun with it. And then in 2000, oh man, 11 or something. So something like that. I, uh, I got a VX 1000 because I tore my ACL and, uh, I noticed that I was just like not getting hit up to go skating as much as I used to. And I was like, well, fuck, if I just buy a camera, maybe, maybe I could just like film my own video. And then it kind of just from there on, it just seemed like filming kind of was the, the main objective. And then, uh, fast forward a couple of years and, you know, three knee surgeries later it just seems a lot easier to hold the camera than it is to try to try to be filmed so i i feel that uh props on going the productive route uh yeah, when sure. i when i tore my achilles tendon uh i bought an xbox and i joined the slap forums so <laughs> I... nothing's been the same yeah dude Not... I was in the accident yeah yeah the accident for real jesus <laughs> <laughs> um so you had as as far as i know at least the most interesting or funny one uh fa skate shop oh yeah um was was that your your local no not for? so uh i really started skating like when i first started like traveling skating and kind of just like i guess taking it a little bit more seriously or whatever there was a local indoor park uh, drop in skate park in new lennox and that was like oh, yeah. for a little bit they kind of were a skate shop it was mostly just an indoor park but they sold like drop in boards so that was kind of like the local shop and, and when you're like younger i feel like you don't really need trucks and wheels more than like like one pair of trucks and one set of wheels lasts you like five years when you're like a kid so yep. that and then from there Jarek's skate shop was in Joliet so that wasn't okay. too far from New Lenox and uh that was kind of like the closest shop I guess you could say like I was like sponsored by Jerick's when I was younger and then but FA Skate Shop I felt like was always like the the coolest skate shop in Illinois it was just like you know they had so many iconic videos come out of it and there was like skaters that were sponsored by the skate shop that were also you know sponsored by real companies and shit so it was, I don't know. There's like older videos with like Neen Williams and like Steve Fowser, Andy Cease, and you know, like big people that 
we looked up to when we were younger. And I was like, dude, that's got to be the shop that I go to. It was about, it was just over an hour away, but I would drive an hour for days, like to support that shop over almost any other shop. Oh, I definitely get that. Having a, a personal preference of your, your local shop. I mean, mm -hmm. there's, there's always been a handful, you know, within driving distance, but just because it's the closest doesn't mean it's the one you want to go to. Dude, yeah, for sure. And it also is an interesting dynamic how some shops have have teams fully sponsor riders and you've never heard of any of them unless you're from that area. Yeah, totally. And then there's other shops that sponsor like big name current top pros who are putting out video parts that are getting hundreds of thousands of views yeah dude it's it's so sick to see it's awesome to see like when before the dudes go pro and they're just like a shop i have i have a midwest video and uh it's i i want to say i want to say it's like the third fa video but um it, it neen's name is eugene williams and it's like the first time that like i don't know it was it was it's cool seeing like I don't know him personally like that, but I wonder if people were even calling him Neen at the time. You know, it's just like cool seeing stuff like that. And to be completely honest, his skating then is just as good as it is now. It that part is insane. So. If I remember right, that's the one with the the really dipped back Smith. I think on that hubba. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, the one in Columbus, Indiana. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, no, that's Middle Western, a Midwest video. He skates to uh, the animals. And his like oh, first okay. trick, he like Ollie's like this like 17 or 18 or some shit. It's it's sick. It's it's an awesome video. But yeah, just awesome shop overall. Still killing it. Big shout out to John Schmalt. Yeah, hell yeah. Um and then the the I don't know, irony or what I think is funny is that you ended up now being with FA the board brand. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I, I was going to ask. Uh, Brian talked it up like, oh, he works for F.A. And hearing the skate shop, I'm like, wait, is it F.A. brand or it just happened right. to be a shop? Because I've heard of the shop before on other episodes, but I, I will sit back and I will let you talk about F.A. because I would love to hear about what that's like to work there. Um, I mean, when you like when you're doing the day to day, it's kind of it's kind of hard to remember that you're in like working with the skateboard brand, you know, it, it still is a job. I'm the uh, direct consumer manager over there. So basically anything that involves the website or purchasing product for uh, the website, I help with our retail stores, things like that, help create product templates. So our design team knows what products to, to build out each season. Um, and then you know, there's a lot of other little things, you know, it's not, I don't think it's nearly as big as how, like how big people think it is. So a lot of people there are wearing multiple hats, you know, so it's, it's, it's pretty awesome to be honest. It's uh, when you, I, when you really like take a step back and think about it, it's like, Holy shit, dude. Like I kind of grew up in a very, like a smaller town, you know, just like a standard suburb in Illinois and now work for arguably the biggest skateboard company in the world. So it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. The day-to-day is pretty fun. It's cool working with, I don't know, people you've watched skating growing up and like currently watch <laughs> to this day, you know? 
Could you walk yeah. us through what a day working at FA is like? So as of recent, we we have a um, our warehouse in South LA, and then we recently just got a new like studio office area, which is in closer to like the Hollywood area. A lot of my work I could do remote. So a couple of days a week, I'll go into our Hollywood location. And then one day a week, I'll go into our warehouse. And then one to two days a week, I'll work from home. So my days get on the computer, I go on the website, the first thing I'll do is look through all items just to make sure that just the website's working correctly, you know, just making sure that load time's good. Um, you know, no errors with like random like YouTube or Vimeo videos we have on the homepage. I'll go through each page on the website and look through the items to see if anything has sold out uh, to see if we, we have like a, a scroll on the website. So if you if we offer one graphic T-shirt in four colors, you could just scroll through it to see all the multiple colors. So if one of those shirts are sold out, I'll replace it with a shirt that's available. Um, and then basically I go into my emails and a lot of it just has to do with product being created. Um, so when we have new seasons coming out, I create the product on our website so that it's ready to go for whenever we launch, I help build out the, the calendar. So I look at the calendar daily to see what our next, um, upcoming project is. For example, we have, we just released a, an Adidas shoe, like a, an Adidas Samba. Um, it's got Dill's signature on the tongue and like a custom, uh, sole. And then next week we have our hockey quarter to summer line. So basically this week, my biggest focus is just making sure that the prices are correct. The product titles are correct. No typos. All photos are on the website. Product is merchandise correctly. Following up at our retail stores to make sure that they have all the product in time. And then, um, yeah, that's pretty much the day to day. There's new stuff releasing like every other week. So it's always like one thing comes out and then it's just on to the next project. So yeah, cool. I'm taking a gander right now. Do you have any input for some of the items that they put out? I'm currently looking at the new shit page. And I think it's interesting that you have the SIG water bottle, which is sold out. Yeah. Then, so yeah, you also go towards like button up mechanic shirts. And then I think this is a liquid vinyl work jacket. So yes. yeah, so, tell us about that. It's uh, so the, the idea behind FA, you know, besides just being a skate company is that we want anybody to be able to go on the website and find something they're interested in, you know, whether you're a skateboarder or a musician or a model or an actor, whatever you want to, you know, or if you're a kid or anything, you go on the website and you're more than likely going to find something that you like, you know? So if you want an insane vinyl waterproof looking jacket that's like all over print you know just like crazy you know something that i might not wear but someone else might you'll you could get that but at the same time if you want to just get a black pocket tee that's also available for you or if you just want to skateboard you know we we try to make it so there's something there for everybody at all times and um that's funny that you mentioned just looking at the new page because we as of today uh, so I do the analytics as well. I go over the analytics with, with like the owners of the company and kind of like, let them know like what's doing well and uh, 
what what needs to be worked on or what needs to be marketed, things like that. And uh, so today I'm trying something new or this month I'm going to be trying something new where I'm merchandising the website by our best selling products instead of our standard layout, because the standard layout is usually boards on top with nice cut and sew pieces, followed by hoodies, T-shirts, so on and so forth, down to accessories. Um, but right now, now we have it kind of all over the place. So when you click on the website, you ju- it's just like, this is FA, you know, it's like chaos. It's just like, but it, it kind of, it, it kind of works. So yeah, it's I, th- I think that's an interesting approach of having the boards first. Cause I know working at the skate shop, like it's almost as if apparel is the first thing you see when you go into a skate shop and boards are in the back because people buy apparel more people wear apparel than skate or wear shoes, you know? Absolutely. Um, so there's that's actually, interesting to hear. It's funny because there's like a, with, I don't know too much about retail merchandising, but I know that it's kind of like a psychological thing to put shoes in the back because of a hundred percent of the people that are walking into whatever shop are wearing shoes, but maybe 20% are skating. So you have to walk through all the merchandise to get to the shoe. So you might see something on your way back there that might, you know, spark your interest. So, um, but yeah, as far as the websites go, you know, no matter what you see on the website for FA, we all would like to think like FA is a skateboard brand first. So the skateboards do deserve to be on the top of the website. You know, we, if it's Jason Dillon, Anthony Van England, you know, so it's, it's pretty fucking skateboarding. Is there a way to make sure that there's always a Nick Stain graphic in the first eight items? Is that a oh, man. you're able to toggle? <laughs> oh man. I mean, for you, I think I could I could I think I can make that happen. Pride of Pennsylvania, Nick Stain. Oh yeah, dude. He's he's incredible. Uh if you if you would like to try it, he actually has a custom shape. He has this 844 that's a more tapered traditional shape instead of the, the newer, like concave shape. That's wild. So. Yeah. I've been eyeing up a few, but I just, I haven't pulled the trigger cause I'm a size eight in every FA in hockey. I see it's like usually above and I've seen some that are eights, but right. I'm, I'm good on decks, but now I'm, I'm kind of sold. No, it's, Tell me it's a, really a little bit about how, and maybe this is just an interesting website happening, but the Dill Sama that came out this week is the very first image on yes, new. That came out uh, yesterday. Yeah. And then the Sean Pablo Converse high top shoe that also came out this week's all the way at the bottom on new. Is that on that purpose? That came out that came out today. And yes, that that is on purpose. The uh that's that's more so because of the we've really been marketing the the Adidas, the the Dill Samba and the the Sean Pablo Converse that was more of a, it, it, it really doesn't have much to do with FA. We just like to buy team related products to always have on the website to just support the team, you know? So you'll see like, you know, we have bearings that are just because they're KB or not Keller or Elijah's bearings. We'll just have those on the website. We'll have Louie and TJ's like Hardy's hardware on the website. So it's, it's more of just like constantly working with our distributors to make sure that we always have team related product as well. Yeah, I can't think of too many brands that would pick up the other merch. Like, do you think Flip Skateboards would ever pick up a Tom Penny SU? I don't know. 
but uh oh i don't know to have on their website yeah. i don't know but that's like current day s tom penny shoe yeah yeah i don't i don't know i mean that's one thing that like that it's it's great working for dill because of things like that he's very like what we don't we don't have to do it this way if we don't want to like i'm just going to do it the way i want to and i want to support the kids yeah so, you know um so if you if you go on the website now and you look at the skateboards i just made uh next day in the seventh and eighth board for you for now so feel free feel free to see the post <laughs> let me peep yeah it's loading that was quick and it this is in the top eight on new you're saying oh it's not in new because that board is actually not new that's the last season it, it, it'll be under the uh the skateboards collection oh okay yeah i see the first I see it as the seventh one, Nick Stain, Whisper in Blue, and then Snow for the eighth one. Okay. Yeah, we'll leave that there for a little bit. Wow. Okay. Well, if you yeah, get let's any... see how they do. Yeah. Yeah. Move <laughs> them up. Can't sell it if it's not there. Right. Yeah. I like that. Wow. So prior to FA, did you have any other experience working for companies? How did this opportunity come up? Oh, man. Uh, so I feel like I've kind of always been visiting California and just like, just meeting people through skateboarding and things like that. Um, but no, in, in Chicago, when I was living there, uh, uh, I was working at UPS. So it was kind of just like your normal warehouse job. I was there for six years and constantly was just like, I need to leave this place over and over. And I had a friend at the time, very close friend of mine. He was working at Huff at the time. And I think he was, I could be wrong, but I think it was like the warehouse manager over there. And he just kept saying like, dude, move to California. I'll get you a job at Huff. I'll get you a job at Huff. And I just never pulled the trigger. And then uh, he eventually started working at FA when they were a lot smaller. You know, one of the first, I'd say, like six people in the company altogether. So fast forward a little bit and I got fired from UPS. I got into it with an employee. I punched through a glass window and got fired. And uh, I called him and was just like, how serious are you about being able to get me a job? And he was like, leave right now. You'll start immediately. So uh, packed up and then a month later, moved to LA and called him. And he's the first day I moved there. I started the next day. Um, and I was expecting to start as a warehouse employee, you know, like picking and packing skate shop orders, things like that. And he was like, oh, our e-commerce specialist is putting in his two weeks do you want to do that? And, uh, I had no experience at all, but I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? You know, it's like, I, I didn't expect to have this position anyway. So if I don't end up taking it, then it's no loss. And, um, luckily the dude that put in his two weeks, he crushed it as far as like training me goes. He, he was, he's one of like the smartest people I know when it comes to anything online or website related so he he trained me for two weeks and then you know he, he even told me like if there's anything you need just feel free to hit me up even though he doesn't work there anymore and now i'm at a place where i feel pretty comfortable where i i think i could train somebody else to do it if needed yeah that's an interesting transition and it's interesting you say you visited california a lot because i'm actually heading there on monday oh damn where are you where are you going I'm going to be in Santa Monica-ish and then Long Beach. Dude, hit me up. I live in Long Beach. Okay. 
So now that's for two real. people from the pod. Brian has introduced me to for this California trip I'm going Dude, on. Dude, for real. Well, uh, we can go to the warehouse or something. You could check it out. That'd be really cool. Okay. We'll talk post pod about that. Yeah, I would totally. really be interested in it. Brian, you, you got anything else to bring well, up? If, uh, if you hit up the warehouse, um, for, for those who follow Thomas on Instagram already, they, they've seen it, but I, I was I was curious about uh, there was a post involving a bunch of decks and uh, I think a forklift. Oh, dude, were we just like destroyed <laughs> a bunch of boards? Yeah. So what was that about? Um, so I think at the time we were just trying to get a lot of boards made and we get our boards press that we at the time we were doing PS sticks and uh, bareback and then we were just trying out other places as well. So we, we just asked for an order from, a, I, I wish, actually, it's probably good that I don't know the name, but they gave us a, <laughs> shipment, a shipment of boards. It was probably like 20 boards or so. And um, they were kind of like the first run of samples to kind of give to the team riders. Like, hey, give us the team. If they like it, we'll go back and work with them. And uh, I want to say that they came back like the same day. And we're like, these boards are horrible. Like, these are so bad. And they were, they were, they were bad, dude. Like, and Dill Dil and uh, the other higher ups were definitely just like, these can't see the light of day. Like, if anyone stands on this, they just like a terrible representation, representation of like FA and hockey itself. So, we were just told to throw them away, just like throw away the 20 samples. And we thought it'd be way more fun to focus all 20 of them and then throw them away. <laughs> Gotta destroy the evidence. Yeah. 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 So um, that was, that was pretty much that. Those weren't actual, those weren't like boards we were selling or anything like that. But <laughs> I, I had a feeling there, there had to be some kind of story behind that. Dude, the like, uh, the like, the, um, the holes for the bolts and stuff like didn't line up on some of the boards. So like you couldn't put trucks on it. You know oh what I mean? God. Like it, it wouldn't fit. It, it was, dude, it was crazy. It was like half of the graphics were printed upside down. So the nose was the tail. It, it was just like, wow. Like, yeah. Very surprising that you, you know, I don't know. I don't know who, I don't know who gets boards made through them, but there's no way it's anybody that we've heard of or would skate. And you figure that if it's going to go towards a bigger brand like FA, they would maybe, you know, put in the boards that are their finest work ones. that Yeah, I, fit the I'm trucks. glad you thought that because like we definitely all thought that too. And it's like a sponsor me tape. Why would you send the curb tricks when you can send a handrail then some? Right. Yeah. So silly. I mean, maybe at this day and age, I prefer the curb trick. But yeah, let's be real. The curb yeah. tricks are probably going to be better. But in this case, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, that was pretty much the story behind that. But yeah, it was pretty funny. A lot of people have actually have actually asked me about that. Like, dude, I would have taken those boards. I'm like, I'll I'll help you out with boards if you want a board, man. But I'm telling you, you don't want those <laughs> like you did not want those boards. Well, I, I respect the commitment to uh to the QAQC process there. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> uh so and outside of fa you're still going on trips you're still filming putting out videos you just just recently had uh a video come out on thrasher um as far as i know it was a collab video with uh kevin del grasso of grains notoriety yeah yeah so, so, so we... how did that come out 
Um, so before I moved to California, uh, Chief and I were roommates in Lockport. And I feel like we always kind of just skated and filmed together either way. And then when I moved out to Long Beach, a lot of the people that I skate with out here are from Illinois and are mutual friends with everybody from back home. So it kind of made sense to have the friends from California in the video since we both filmed with the X1000, both friends. And I thought it, it could just be a good idea to maybe tag team something. I think the original idea was to have uh, in the new Grains video, the full length that uh, Chief's filming and editing now, we were going to have a little California section in that. But I think what happened was we kind of just put together too much footage. And I know that Chief has a very, uh, he's, he really like he, he has a, a very good, um, how do I say it? Just like a, he knows what he wants in a skate video, you know? And I'm pretty sure that California was not that. He really likes Illinois. It has, it's kind of like storytelling in his videos and he does a great job showcasing Illinois it just in general just like the small towns and you know the cornfield vibes and it's it's awesome so the california footage just didn't really make too much sense when it was more than 10 minutes long uh so i just asked him if he could if he could edit something for me because i already he already had all the footage and we just decided to yeah just make like a grains video strictly in california so kind of worked out and both of our favors. I'd, I'd like to think that I didn't have to do any of the hard work by editing. And he probably <laughs> thinks that he didn't have to do any of the hard work by going out and filming. So. Match made in heaven. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty perfect. I would love to continue to do stuff like that. It's a lot, in my opinion, it's a lot easier to go out skating. Uh, a lot of my friends are like really good at skating too. So getting footage isn't like the hardest thing for <laughs> these guys. So having a place to just send it to, to see, see it get edited is like pretty sick, but yeah, the, that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Chief definitely has a, a vision when it comes to his projects. Uh, anyone who's familiar with any of the grains videos that have come out, uh, it, it doesn't even need to be said. Like there, there is a specific vibe to those. Uh, yeah. and everything you said makes so much sense. The, the California section, would have stuck out like a sore thumb yeah for sure i mean unless you unless you personally knew the people that were in the video it, it wouldn't have really made too much sense but if you knew them you'd be like oh yeah that dude lived in wherever illinois you know what i mean like oh yeah that dude rides for this fa skate shop back home too or whatever but if you didn't know that it would just be like why is there a group of kids skating in california that have no illinois footage so it, it just seemed a lot easier to do this and it just made a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah. That, that adds up. And, and I mean, for what it's worth, I thought the video came out awesome. Seemed very fluid. Didn't seem like a, a weird California offshoot. Right. Right. I mean, it's keeping it separate. Smart. We, I'd like to think we do a pretty good job out here. Like my friends and I, as far as like spot selection go, it's, <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's pretty easy to not, go to famous spots when people say that there really are spots everywhere out here they're not lying and you know it's when when you're from illinois or just like suburbs back home where there's not the most to skate and you come out here there's just so there's so many buildings and houses and there's 
it's so congested and it just causes spots everywhere. So it's just like, if you just look at things a certain way, especially in my opinion with the VX 1000, you could make anything look like a spot with the right skater and you know, so (laughs) that's what, that's what we try doing. And shit, I, I thought it came out perfectly fine. I mean, it's great going to famous spots, but I see that more as like sightseeing. It's more, it's just like fun to just look at. Skateboard tourism. Dude, it's the best. We we still do that to this day. I probably real dude. Honestly, I've probably been to El Toro more times than any spot I've been to in California. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of the amount of beers I've drank at El Toro is insane. <laughs> yeah. That, that, is there the another thing that you're skating there, or you just no, feel no, like thinking about front lip or dude, back lip I, from this video? Oh, dude. Oh man. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Uh, no, <laughs> I um. No, I don't think I've ever been there with like the, the sun out. It's always like, uh, I live like 40 minutes away and whenever friends are in town, obviously they're like, Oh, you know, Wilshire, Hollywood high El Toro. And I'm like, dude, let's go to El Toro tonight. And we'll just like grab a case and just drive to El Toro and then just sit on the stairs and just drink beers and just think about every trick that happened and just laugh. And then we just leave. That's so sick. Also El Toro is like one of the only schools maybe because it's not like LA County where you don't have to hop a fence. So that rules. Yeah. The, the fences are real out there. That's for sure. Dude. Yeah. It's, it's too much. I mean, it, it's, it gets pretty gnarly, but dude, fucking never stop hopping those things, dude. Right. Yeah. Is there a strategy <laughs> that you push for with hopping fences? I need to know about before I go out. No, dude. It's just like, honestly, the first fence you see, just, just go over it. Like if you walk around the school to find something easier, you're not going to like, it's just, just go, you know, obviously you got, you definitely want to find where the spot is first, because I swear there's like multiple fences around every school. So if you hop a fence and you like hop the fence and land in the cafeteria, you're going to have to hop another fence to get out of the cafeteria to get into like the schoolyard or where, you know, so it's, but yeah, when you're out here, let me know. Definitely, definitely show you the schools that have the, the easier fences. There's spots that I've like refused to go to because of the fence where it's just like, dude, we don't need to go there. There's like a picnic table right here. <laughs> you know, it's it, it it's cool though. It's it, it brings back like the the kid in you or whatever. Yeah. Is uh is, is Lockwood one of the schools with the notoriously tough fence? I think I remember hearing about that yeah a while yeah. ago. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was one actually, dude, there's this one in San Diego that I've never been to the spot only like strictly based off of how hard it was to get into the school. So I've always wanted to go to the spot, but I've never pulled the trigger because I heard it so gnarly, but we were super close to it. So we all kind of just agreed, like, fuck it. Let's just, let's just see. I want to see how bad this thing is. So it's a, uh, it's a, one of those like 12 foot fence, like just like your normal fences, but just 12 feet tall. But the, the spot is in a courtyard. So it's inside of the school. The school is just like a big square with a courtyard in the middle. It's like a couple colored ledges. It's like a red ledge, a blue ledge, a yellow ledge. And then there's like, it's like a six block that's different colored stairs as well. And when you hop the 12 foot fence, you have to jump on the roof of the school. And then you like walk to the other side of the school and then you have to like jump off the roof onto the ground, just concrete. It's like a 14 foot drop, but 
people have like tables stacked on top of each other in the corner. So you could jump off the roof onto the tables. But if you're the first one jumping off, it sucks because no one's holding the table still. Dude, it's, it's kind of crazy. But sounds like a skate three build a park accident just waiting yeah. to happen. Oh, for real. It's like, it's, it was, it was really gnarly. It was cool to go. I, it was, I'd say it was worth it overall. I would definitely go back. You mentioned that uh, there's another grains full length in the works right now. Uh, are you involved with that or do you have any projects going on right now outside of work? Uh, so as far as grains go, that's, that's fully chief. You know, I might, have a trick or two or something. If I've like filmed something, whenever I came back, came back home to visit, I might have an additional film clip maybe. Um, but no, that's, that's fully him and all those dudes over there. Um, but yeah, he does have a full length coming out hopefully sooner than later. Uh, I'd like to say that it'll be out this summer. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, and then as far as the stuff that I've been doing, I did recently get my first I got a couple HD cameras, uh, still kind of clueless on what I'm doing with them, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's been fun. You know what I mean? It's like, I still bring my, so now I just have this camera bag that I have two HD cameras and a VX 1000 in there just like in case. <laughs> so I still, it's, it's really cool. Cause now I'm treating the VX as if it was like a dad cam. So I just like pull it out as soon as we get to any spot and just start like filming anything. It's, super fun it makes it a lot i don't know and then h it's so gnarly how good or how easy it is to use hd cameras it's fucking insane that you could watch footage back after you film it and just like putting footage on your computer is just so easy it's like the least time consuming thing ever so i didn't really i mean i, I kind of had an idea that it was gonna be a lot easier than capturing footage on off of vx but Dude, it, it helps. Like I could do it the second I get home. It's just like drag and drop and then rename it and then you're good. Yeah, as, as much as I, I I love, love VX, I, I feel like any one of our generation of course, has, yeah. has such a soft spot. But yeah, uh, especially given the, the tech involved is like not really being produced anymore. No, dude, it's on average, it's about $10 for a tape. Mm -hmm. So it's just thinking about one tape is, you know, maybe a weekend, depending on how many people you're skating with or how many spots you go to. And then now it's just like, I just have like the SD cards and it, you could just film forever and then you just delete it from there. And then it's, it's nuts. Like, I don't, I fully understand like how Beagle just loves to film everything. I remember having or like using the VX as my main camera and being like, dude, I, I'm not going to waste tape on something that I don't think is going to happen. Just seeing how fast you could fly through tapes. But now it's just like, yeah, record everything. Like why wouldn't, if I'm not skating the spot with the homies, then I'm probably just going to be filming something. And if I don't like it, I can just delete it. Oh, that, that absolutely makes sense. I mean, we, we've all got those moments of like, fuck, why wasn't I filming that? Totally. Yeah. So it's, it's, and with just it being easier to capture footage, it's just like, it's like taking a photo or video on your phone where you can just do it so fast and then just go back later and be like, Oh yeah, this is deleted. Like, I don't need this. But <laughs> it's better to have a bunch of shit that you're not going to use that you could just delete later than to take the chance of missing anything that could have been super cool. But I'd, I'd like to, uh, I don't know. I'd, 
I'd like to say I'm going to film a full length. We'll see what happens. It'd be, it'd be fun to film like an HD full length just cause I've never really done anything like that, but there's no, there's no like ideas. We're going out every weekend, every week, whatever. And just going out skating like we normally would filming whatever we can. So mm-hmm. it, it's cool. You know, it's some of like the friends out here are like sponsored skaters and shit. So it's cool being able to like film things that could go towards like a bigger project outside of an independent project. But at the same time, it's like, oh man, that's like one less clip for whatever I'm going to make. That That's true. That's true. I mean, it has to feel good to contribute to the next, you know, death wish video or whatever it may be. Yeah, totally. But then, yeah, you're right. At the same time, if you're, if you have a project, even if it's not fully like, scoped out or anything yet you still have something in the back of your head mm-hmm. and like well there's there's one clip gone there's two clips gone yeah totally here's a question as a filmer have you noticed and maybe this is just because i've talked to one filmer and they said it um have you noticed that some people you film will hold off and will only film if something's going to be on thrasher dude 100 percent. yeah like 100 percent. i like i want i like no, nobody off the top of my head, but it's definitely not only that, but it's also been like, oh, damn, you, you film with a VX. Oh, never mind. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, so, you know, because it's a VX, you don't want to film. Like, and I totally get where they're coming from. You know what I mean? If that's their job, then I, I get it. You can't be too upset about it. But at the same time, you're like, dude, come on, man. Like, you know, just fucking film one trick. Who cares, dude? <laughs> like. I don't know. I mean, maybe if it's like a life or death, like maybe one of these days where I go to El Toro, I'll be in that situation and a VX might not cut it for some of these guys. Yeah. Some Carlos <laughs> Ruiz spots. Yeah. I'm not sure if I have any friends that want to skate El Toro though. Unfortunately. I mean, you keep going there with cases and someone might have something. Dude, we went there once. Uh, the, one of uh, Marissa Del Santo. I, when, when I said I was, would visit California, I would come out and stay with her when she lived in San Diego and she has this uh, good ass homie. His name's Party Frog. He's like this little rubber frog that she's had since she was like a child. And uh, we we duct taped him to a board and shot him down El Toro. I could get you that footage, but uh, yeah, like, <laughs> I would love like, to see that. That's like the only homie I've seen skate El Toro. And it was at like midnight, and we poured beer all over him after he landed it. But well, yeah, like straight up ollied that shit. Like the board didn't flip or anything. Like shooting a board down 20 and still riding like it's pretty gnarly yeah definitely send that clip i'll <laughs> post that for sure brian anything else for thomas before we move into our game and then video talk i think i've covered everything i had in mind okay thomas are you a gamer you big nerd big twitcher guy uh dude i'm, I'm down i back it yeah, you're down for it? Okay, we're going to play a little game. We've done it, I think, three times now on the pod. Brian, you yeah. think it's gone pretty well, right? Yeah, I'm a fan. Okay, the name of the game is called Fuck That Shit, Okay, or That's My Shit. Or maybe okay. it's just That's My Shit. I think that's what it's called. I don't know. We're still patent pending on this. But uh, we'll give you one of... Yeah, we'll probably do back-to-back items. And you'll just tell us if it's more of your shit, you're into it, you're a fan, or if it's just okay, it doesn't keep you up at night or anything like that, or fuck that shit. 
yeah you're welcome to speak on any of them if you want to elaborate more or you can just keep it as one answer does that sound good thomas yeah let's do it yeah and you'll be able to ask us some at the end it'll be a good time cool first wine oh yeah that's my shit that's your shit what's yeah. your go-to uh any cheap red wine is dope i i don't think i really fucked with wine until uh my girlfriend and roommate started watching the sopranos and then after that it was a wrap it was like, oh dude <laughs> like oh this is it and then uh so now i back it but i don't uh you know i don't drink it religiously but if it's ever in the house or yeah it's 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 getting taken down for sure or if you have Sopranos Sunday dinners, oh Sunday, my God, Sunday yeah. family dinners, ultimate gabagool and wine. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Well, then staying in that realm of alcohol, but now switching to beer. How do you feel? Beer, yeah, that's my shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> there, I feel like I'm going to probably just be down for a lot of things. I don't really have the energy to fucking really dislike a lot of things, but yeah, beer rules. I'm down. Dude, I love the mindset. This might be a tough, uh, tough game today. No, I'll, 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 I'll hate something. We'll get there. Uh, okay, we'll get there. Let me, um, let me switch it over to film, media, and arts. The other category that I have here. Fuck that shit. <laughs> no, I, I need it. I need it. <laughs> Damn, can't no. even get the words out. <laughs> what do we got? What do we got? All right, starring Josh Brolin. No Country for Old Men, the movie. Oh, uh, man. Uh, that's, dude, I would say that's okay. I don't know much about it. Is there a, is that the dude? He's got like the hair that like, it's like a, uh, yeah, I got yep. nowhere to stand with that. I don't really know much about it. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. I'm not a big movie buff to be completely honest. I've like, I never understood reading credits or like names of, of actors and stuff growing up. And I feel like that's somewhere where I do a terrible job holding conversation with friends that are big movie buffs. Mm. Got it. Yeah. Well, let's keep let, it going. Well, let me see if I can switch it up on this one then. Um, let's yeah. Let's try this one. Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Potter's right. I would say like in between. Okay. And that's my shit. Like Harry Potter's pretty badass. I've definitely seen all of them. Uh, Yeah. He, he's sick. I feel, I think also being, I'd like to say we kind of were the same age when the movies were coming out. So it was a little bit more relatable. Mm -hmm. Oh, really quick story. My little brother, that's his shit for sure. And on his 10th birthday, my mom and I wrote him a a fake letter saying he was a wizard and he was getting accepted to Hogwarts and he fucking like lost his shit. And then when he found out that it was fake, he was so bummed, dude. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, if if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have been able to, if it wasn't for that movie, the series, I wouldn't be able to do that. So I guess that's my shit. Yeah. Did you lead him on and say that something just flew out of the fireplace for him? All dude, we did it all. Like it was, yeah, we fully, (laughs) yeah, like exactly. Yeah. I'd be pretty pissed too. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. A 10 year old. So gullible. Like, oh man. He, but we also told him it was like based on a true story ever since it came out. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of all made sense. Yeah, you gotta take advantage of those gullible times. Yeah. I love that. Well then, we'll uh move on. UPS. I dude, know you have fuck that shit. Yeah. Fuck that shit's so hard, dude. Still fuck that shit. Dude. The, oh yeah, fuck that shit. Worst place, dude. It's it's like too much to even talk about. It's so bad. That place is <laughs> fucked. I mean, I guess like the drivers are pretty dope. Like it's a cool, it's a cool job. Like the uniform I think is kind of sick, but mm-hmm. that place is like jail. It's insane. They basically like pay you just enough money to be able to do whatever the hell they want to you and just like tell you you have to do I don't know. It's it's very fuck that shit. Got it. I guess in that same realm, but different uh, side of the fence, FedEx. Dude, fuck that shit too. I don't know anything about it, but I just assume they're all the same. Fuck all of them. Okay, got it. (laughs) Now we know. Uh, Brian, I have to fill in the blanks on one that I don't think will work too well now. Can you think of one for Thomas? I I had one, yeah. Um, Keeping it a little bit on topic. Uh, Blind skateboards. Dude, that's my shit. Blind skateboards fucking rules, man. Uh, Hell yeah. yeah. I actually fucking they just came out with like a 72 hours in LA thing and uh Chris Thiessen is like my favorite filmer and anything he does I I just bet TJ Rogers fucking rules I actually um just skated a blind board about six months ago just uh TJ Rogers came out with like three parts in maybe six months and I was like I'm getting a fucking TJ Rogers board like so uh I didn't actually pay for it, unfortunately. So I didn't really fully support. So I won't say that, but I do have a friend. <laughs> I do have a friend that has a friend over there. So he was able to ask for a board for me and it was a Cody McIntyre board. It was, dude, I was pretty bummed because there was no Reaper on it, but the shape was cool. So I back it, it said blind really big on it. So I was down. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I, I vibe with the, uh, not paying for it. I, I mentioned it previously. And I'm sure I'll get into it a little bit later. Uh, I've had a couple blind boards over the years and none of which I've ever paid for. Um, <laughs> yeah. but now how do you feel about blind bumps? What are they? Blind bumps, like the little, uh, rumble strips before stair sets and shit. Oh yeah. The blind bumps for sure. Uh, uh they're okay i guess i mean fucking i don't really care i don't i have no intentions of skating anything that should have the blind bumps before it anyways these days so <laughs> i don't really care <laughs> like uh yeah they're they're whatever i mean they're they're they probably help they probably do what they're supposed to do which is pretty cool um so yeah i guess they're i don't lose sleep over it don't lose sleep over it. Nice. They're also insanely expensive. Are they really? Yeah. Uh, part of my job doing civil engineering involves uh, replacing them anytime there's underground work near anything that has uh, ADA ramps is what they're called. The right. Americans with Disabilities Act. Uh, yeah. It's like in the tens of thousands of dollars to replace those pads. Damn, dude. The hardest shit to take out. I've like tried removing them. <laughs> you know, like obviously. Yeah. Uh, it's funny when... Dude, I could be wrong, but I feel like they're definitely put in certain places as skate stoppers, though. Like, 
there's some that I see where I'm like, there is no way that these need to be here for, you know, for that actual purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's definitely some strategy there kind of along the same lines as like the hostile architecture conversation with like people saying that they're putting these obstacles in to prevent like homeless people from sleeping on benches, but Oh just, yeah. You know so, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They basically are like human knobs. Yeah. Yeah. They can't lay down. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It seems to be someone on the same topic. A lot, of, a lot of the times that they fit and sometimes, yeah, you'll see one. You're like, why is this? Why there's, is this here? There's one that just got built in Long Beach at the college over here on this bench, really long bench. And they have just like the, the strips in the middle. And mm-hmm. uh, it's the absolute perfect length for like no slide tail slide. I don't know what people call that, but you know, we're no slide. slide. What do you call it? Banana slide. I saw well, it recently as nice. banana slide. This thing is perfect for it. It's a little tall because it's already on top of a ledge, but mm. yeah, it's absolutely, I'm like waiting for, I can't wait. I'm going to go back. I'm sure it's probably been done by like a hundred people in Long Beach by now, but yeah. yeah, if it's the perfect size, as long as you get in, you're just riding it out. Right. If you guys were to do a banana slide, would you guys aim more for tail slide or aim more for no slide? Or would you just go fully like suicide style and just lip slide and just hope your nose and tail? Is <laughs> yeah, I think probably, probably go mid. Yeah. Or lip slide and then aim to have my feet on the uh, nose and tail area. Yeah. yeah. If you know it's going to lock, why not? I feel as if, if you pushed in too much into the middle though, you might break the board True. a layer or two. Yeah. Depending on the height. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian, yeah, I, should I, I, I take it back? So if, if you uh, came up with another one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm ready. Since right. we're in that realm of Sopranos, I'm going to assume you've hit this mark. Uh, Richie April. That's my shit. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're all my shit, dude. They're, uh, I mean, even, even the people you don't like are just... They, they just help the show so much, you know? If there's no... There's nobody that I really did. There's people, you know, I fucking, I like hate AJ at times, but it's like, dude, yeah, that, that dude helps create the story, you know? Yeah. I think as a skater, for some reason, I think some of those stories he's gotten into appeal to anyone that grew up skating. Mm-hmm. Funny enough. Um, I mean, you've already kind of talked about other characters, but I'll throw it your way anyway. Uh, Janice Soprano. Oh, dude, fuck. All right, you might have, you might have, uh, you might have. I found like, it. Fuck, yeah. Uh, dude, that scene where they're at like the spoilers for anybody listening, right? Uh, where they're at like the cabin. Oh, yeah. What the fuck is Tony singing under the boardwalk? Boardwalk, yeah. Yeah, dude, that scene fucking rules, but uh, no fuck that shit i guess yeah okay you can miss me with her she she seems so relatable to like your friend's sisters or something like that i don't know i feel like i've met janice like in real life yeah i think everyone's met a janice at some point yeah i don't if this one hits too close to home let me know um jimmy bridges dude 
I actually came in right when he left. You know, I I don't have anything to say about him, good or bad. Uh, I mean, I'll openly talk about how I've heard that he's like the worst dude ever. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't I don't really know him like that. Like, you hear stories. He sounds like a maniac, I guess, but I don't know him personally, so. I don't know. Oh, we, you know what? Funny story. We, we do have, uh, we have bear spray in the warehouse in case he ever comes back. <laughs> uh, so I don't really know what that's about, but I just know it's there. But I literally like started when I started working over there, it was mm, probably within the year that he was fired or kicked out or quit or whatever the situation was. Oh my God. That's funny. Bear spray specifically for it. Yeah. I think, I think it was a joke, but, and then it's just like, like it started as a joke. And then when people say it, it's kind of just said with a straight face. Cause it's just like, dude, why the fuck is there bear spray on your desk? And it's like, well, is there another reason? You know what I mean? Like if, if you're saying it as a joke, it doesn't really sound like one. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so yeah, I guess, I guess, I don't know if, if everyone else says fuck that shit, if, if, if my homies don't back him, I'll, I'll take the word on it. So I guess fuck that yeah. shit. Got it. Do you have any for us? Anything you need to ask us? Um, off the top of my head, I'm, I'm holding a LaCroix right now. What, how are you guys on LaCroix? It's okay. I think it's kind of blown out where uh, I don't know what time period it was, maybe the pandemic, but then everyone started to really bang with, LaCroix, like it was, I don't know, giving them money just to drink it. Yeah, you're not wrong at all. Um, Yeah, it's good, but seltzer's been around a long time. For real, I hated it. It, My mom is a big gin and tonic drinker. And when I was a kid, I remember like just never being able to have pop because the only thing she had would be club soda or LaCroix. And I was like, this, I, and I, dude, I thought that LaCroix was alcoholic when I was a little kid. Cause it was like so bad when you're like seven or whatever. And I, <laughs> I, like, I was like, this has to be an alcoholic drink. Nobody drinks this for fun. So, uh, let's see. What else can I, what else can I just think of off the top of my head? Um, uh, oh dude, just something that I fully back. How do you guys feel about wrestling like WWE? Uh, Brian, you can answer if you have an answer. Um, I'm in between okay and that's my shit. Okay. Um, uh, within within the last week or two, uh, I got a text, uh, no message or anything. It was just a picture of a uh, hacksaw Jim Duggan. Sick. Uh, and I was like, okay, I get it with the way like my hair is right now. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But I I have not kept up in in a meaningful way uh within probably the past couple of years yeah damn a couple of years that's not even like that bad i feel like most people are like yeah i stopped watching when stone cold was done you know that i mean that was that was peak Back for like, me for yeah. sure for sure yeah, totally um but no it's it, it is entertainment done way 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 well for right. something that has no business being that entertaining right dude totally it's i think it's funny that you could be entertained as much as like a child and you guys are both looking at it in a completely different ways like 
I feel like I hate every wrestler that a little kid would like because it's like just the good guy, like you know, just the good guy that beats everybody. He's like Superman, and you're just like, yeah. why the fuck do you guys like this dude? He's so boring. But I don't know. It's the idea of it being live is kind of insane to me. I'm like, dude, they get one chance, like at everything they do every single week. Like these are some oh, like, yeah. professionals. Yeah. So so you trend towards the heels. Yeah, for sure. I. I feel like because of uh, how much I like wrestling, I I look at uh, skateboarding in a very similar way. Like when people hate skateboarders, I think of it as if they were a wrestler. And I'm like, dude, that makes me like that skateboarder so much. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's wow, dude, it's like there's skateboarders that are hated so much. Maybe not hated, but just like so just like everyone has the same feeling about them. But it's like, dude, the the fact that you're talking about them more than you're talking about somebody that should be loved is insane to me. You know, like, so they're obviously doing something right. You know what I mean? Like, for example, like a like a Papasquale, you know, like Sinner, <laughs> like that dude is a fucking wrestler. Like, there's that dude is a WWE heel, man. He kills it, and for that, I like love him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's fucking he's crazy. You could say what you want about him, and I'm sure he's been canceled these days or something like that but i don't care he's a top heel that, that's a cool outlook i, I like the way that that feels yeah. i mean also yeah. it's it's fun to like have friendly arguments with people when like like a niger or something it's just so easy to say like yeah he's the best skater on the planet and it's like dude what are you talking about like fuck <laughs> niger and i'm like look at how worked up you're getting like <laughs> so yeah it's pretty fun we're uh, approaching the hour mark. I think I've been having a good time, Thomas. Have you been having a good time? Yeah, totally. It's been, okay. been a lot of fun so far. If this is the first time you've been listening, we cut these episodes after an hour or so and keep the rest hostage on patreon.com slash all my skate videos. We do this because we're mean. Everyone keeps asking me, why do you keep doing this? You should just put out content, be a content creator and put stuff out for free. And yeah, I do. You know, that's why you get the first hour for free. And then if you like it enough, you'll keep going. You know, I'm sure you could cancel Netflix for a month and that wouldn't hurt your time or your wallet too much. So, you know, throw us a little bit if you're into the episodes and we're going to keep chatting with Thomas and Brian about blinds. What if, and we'll be back to do that very shortly. We'll see you soon.